Life with diabetes has some highs and lows, but just like in a normal life, you can make choices which help to make your life easier, improve your health and well-being. In the Diabetic and Healthy podcast, we show you how to do just that. We're here to help you put your diabetes worries behind so that you can start enjoying life with a sky-high smile on your face. So let's meet our host for today's show. Here's Charlotte. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Diabetic and Healthy podcast. First of all, I just wanted to say a massive thank you um, to everybody that got in touch and gave me some feedback on last week's episode. So last week's episode, if you didn't catch it, was all about motivation and goal setting. Uh, I did that one because a few people got in contact with me on social media and asked if I would do a, a motivation episode. I think everyone is uh, feeling a bit demotivated with it um, being January for one thing and the lockdown in the UK and everything else. So yeah, thank you so much for uh, for getting in touch, drop me a message, emailing. Uh, yes, every single one of you, thank you for uh, giving me feedback on that. It seems everyone really enjoyed it. So that's cool. With that in mind, this week's episode is uh, is kind of a follow-on from that. So this week I talk to Nick Wood, who is a mind coach. You may have listened to other episodes where I speak with Nick. She is such an awesome person and oh, I, I, I say to her on this one, I just love speaking to her. I find her very calming, but I always learn lots uh, whenever I speak to her and always come away with... Um, really helpful information. So yeah, today I'm talking to Nick and we are talking about digging a bit deeper. So if you have listened to the Motivation Podcast and you're thinking, yep, that all makes sense. I know exactly what I've got to do, but you still haven't started doing it, (laughs) then this one is definitely for you. Even if you are feeling motivated, but you find you struggle to stay motivated, then again, this is definitely worth a listen. So Nick gives us some great information here and also kind of gives you a bit of an activity to go away and do. So um, before I get started, quick reminder about social media. Diabetic and Healthy is on uh, Facebook. So we have a Facebook page and two Facebook groups, Diabetic and Healthy Community and Type 1 Fit. Anyone is welcome to join those groups. If you have diabetes, if you are uh, a parent of a child with diabetes, or if you just want to learn more about diabetes, maybe you have a friend or a loved one with diabetes and you want to learn a bit more, then you are very, very welcome to join those groups um diabetic and healthy is also on instagram i share lots of kind of um general diabetes tips and fitness bits and bobs and nutrition stuff on there so that is uh diabetic underscore and underscore healthy and of course there's a podcast that you're listening to please do hit subscribe and then you'll never miss a show okay so this is me and nick talking about finding your why and finding your motivation. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Nick. How are you? 
Hey, Charlotte, I'm good. Thank you. Nice to see you. And you, virtually. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so just to explain to everyone, last the last episode of a podcast was all about motivation and goal setting. Um, I've got some really back, really good feedback on that one. So if you haven't yet listened to that one, please do go and have a listen. It's only about, I think that one was about 20 minutes long. Um, and this is kind of leading on from that. So staying on the subject of motivation but today Nick is joining me and she is a mind coach so we're kind of going to be digging a bit deeper today is that is that right yeah it is I had a listen to that podcast last week and it was really good and it's a really great tools that we can use and when I was listening to thought yeah this is fab because in my mind they're the tools that we can be consciously aware of the things that we can think about and do and make changes of as a mind coach, it's my job to get below the surface of people's conscious awareness. So start digging, start finding out those things that are happening below our awareness that we can start to make contact with and then use to keep us motivated, to get us motivated. So if people listened to that podcast and thought, yeah, that's, that's all good, that's all practical stuff, but they're still just not taking that first step and not, you know, they know they know exactly what to do but for some reason they're still not doing it what can we what can we do about that okay so if they know what they want i think it's the biggest thing do you know what you want if there's someone out there who's struggling just get clear on what you want and if you're not sure narrow down the context so in this group diabetic and healthy i'm making an assumption thinking it's going to be health it's going to be diet lifestyle so if you just pin down one of those contexts and then ask yourself like, what do i want if you're not happy with what you got ask what you want instead and then one of the key things that we often use is finding out somebody's why so why is it important to you and um so i'm going to use you as an example charlotte because i just want to know from you when you think about your health mm -hmm. so what's important for you about your health i I need to be on top form. So I'm a mum, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I, you know, my health is hugely important because I need, I need to be here and I need to be, I, you know, I've got a young son. I need to be here for him. You know, I want to be around for my partner. So yeah. So that's cool. So we've got, we've also found out what's important and why it's important because you know, you're a mum, you want to be around for your partner, for your son and have a great time with them. So when you know your whys, then just ask yourself, so what would that get you? Being around your son, being around with your partner, what would that get you? Happiness. Okay. So, and when you think about now, could you say that the important thing for you about your health is happiness? Yeah. 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 So it's a really nice, simple way. So when you think about that now and recognizing that, what are you noticing? It's even more of a motivator. <laughs> Rather than just going, yeah, it's, I want to be healthy. Yeah, yeah. So all this is, and if you guys just ask yourself these questions. So when you find out what you want, or just pick a context, you know, health, diet, um, your, your body, and then just ask yourself, sorry, what's important to me about this? And then when you find that out, then just ask yourself, why is this important? And we got from Charlotte, like the whys are her son, her, her partner. And then ask yourself, what will this get you? 
Because the answer to this question is often an, an emotion. So Charlotte popped up with happiness. And so when you recognize the emotion, that's actually a key point to one of your below conscious drivers. So now you might notice that when you think about the things you do and the decisions you make and the choices you make in that context, can you get a sense of how happiness might be driving these? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that it's makes just sense. a nice way to get in touch with part of you and use this yeah. as a tool to, and if there's a decision that you're not sure about, when you start to become conscious of your values, like these emotions, you can actually sometimes think about a decision you've got to make and then ask yourself, what somebody with these values, like happiness, choose? So even if it's like a diet plan, mm -hmm. you've often got more than just one value, by the way, there's a lot of values. So do feel free to keep digging and keep asking yourself these questions because then if you're faced with a tough decision, you can just look at your values and then think, right, what would somebody with these values do? And also if you're really struggling and you don't like your values, because bear in mind, some things might come up and they might not resonate with you. So then just have a think about somebody that you aspire to and then think about the values that they have because you can use these and again if you're stuck with a question or a, a choice you've got to make bring in a value that you know is a quality that you want and then if you've got a decision to make use this to help you decide which direction to go in that makes sense yeah absolutely absolutely a bit of soul searching going on <laughs> yeah, for sure for sure and why not in this time when people are struggling mm. there is so much out there and the biggest struggle that i'm perceiving from a professional point of view is the roller coaster of emotions mm. emotions are hard for us to process as it is it's not easy and we are going through so many different strong ones in a very short space of time so people's chemistry in the system literally is just flushing and flushing through so could now be a good time to take some time to do a bit of soul searching mm. For me, I think one of the biggest things in the past kind of year is I'm a very structured and organized person. I use those words. My partner uses control freak. I prefer structured and organized. <laughs> um, and, and, and it feels like that's been kind of pulled from under me the last, the last year because, it, because we don't know what's going to happen and we, we don't know what the next step is. And, um, and I think that's, that definitely had a big impact on my motivation because you know i i like to be able to to keep planning and and this kind of thing and yeah that's a massive thing that i feel has been yeah, that's quite interesting as well because that takes us to another below conscious pattern of the reason behind why we do things so some people are very much process driven there's a beginning there's a middle and an end there's order um, there's always a beginning and there's always a conclusion as well. And this is how some people thrive. It's their reason for doing something because they know, they know the process. And the other end of that spectrum is options. So there's always another way. There's always a better way. There's always something different that can be done. So this is somebody who's often can seem like they're all over the place. They're very creative people. They could be very great at creating ideas. The problem with high options person is that it's difficult to pin down one of these ideas and stick with it. So let's say someone wants to get motivated in, in the healthy context. They could well, go for a run, they could eat differently, they could you know, do mind hygiene, you know, like meditating or whatever they wanna do. 
and there's all these ideas and all these things that they can do and they just don't know where to start because it's just overwhelming. You've just, you've just exp- explained my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ding, 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 ding. Creativity and ideas combine awesomely with process people because a process person can help someone take these ideas and just pin one down and go with it. So if somebody is full of ideas and not sure what direction to go, then often we suggest narrow down to about three, you know, give yourself, I go with the golden rule of three. That's just me personally. Some people have their own amount that they want. And so just narrow it down and give yourself less options so you can get to grips with something. And so then the other end, the process, when somebody is highly processed and their process is interrupted, Mm. they can be like a rabbit in the headlights. Yeah. Don't know which way to turn stuck. So when someone recognizes these two patterns and, you know, we can be different in every context. So don't panic if you think, oh my God, I'm so high processed. Like, you know, I can't get back on. It's okay because other contexts, you're going to be different. If you've got an awareness that people have these below conscious ways of doing things, then you can just start to tap in. And when you recognize it, it means you can change it and adapt it. That's really interesting. I like that. <laughs> I love talking to you, Nick. I always learn stuff. <laughs> um, so talking of processes and things like that, I noted down a few things that I consider skills, I suppose, that we develop as diabetics. Um, and, and, and the thought process there was, can we use these skills and kind of move them into our, our, our motivation or working towards our goals. So a few things that I came up with were um, resilience. So diabetes definitely makes us very, very resilient. We very quickly have to learn how to cope <laughs> um, with all the different challenges that diabetes can kind of throw at us. You, you know, you, you, you don't have a choice. You have to cope with them. So you do. So I think that kind of builds resilience. Um, I was saying about being structured and organized. That doesn't mean that, you know, we're all OCD or we're all, you know, all of our things are lined up beautifully, but there as much as you can still be spontaneous with diabetes, there has to be a certain level of structure in all things because everything we do affects our blood sugars so how active we are how stressed we are how much we've eaten how much we've injected you know we we have to consider these things all the time so there is always some some degree of structure or planning into into everything we do um self-discipline is a big one um that came up for me i definitely had to learn a a lot of self-discipline with my diabetes and I think it makes us quite good at prioritizing as well. Yeah, yeah. And you've, um, you know, I was saying to, to Charlotte earlier when we were talking offline, it is amazing how much I've learned about diabetes by listening to your podcast and chatting with you over time. And the one thing I didn't realize was the double life in a way that you're leading behind closed doors because you're all dealing with something moment to moment, literally at times alongside normal life of what people would perceive as just living and all the stresses and strains that come in so it really blew my mind and and then recognizing the huge process that everyone does go through because you know this isn't just um 
this isn't just a walk in a park. This is life and death at times, you know, managing diabetes. So you already have an incredible process in place. Like you said, you guys do have skills and abilities. You guys, um, you are resilient. You persevere with stuff. And these are all incredible qualities. So the perseverance as well is a key one to also connecting with your whys. Like we chatted earlier, finding out about your values. Because if you don't value something, you're not going to persevere with it. You know, you're not going to um, persist with it. And you're not going to prioritize either. So knowing this, when you think about the process that you have, so just let's start off. How do you know you have to do something about your diabetes? Like what happens when you think I need to check something or I need to do something? You've got to do it right in that moment. Like but what it's not something that can be put off. <laughs> feeling Is this like one of your hypos or like what? Okay. Yeah. So if, if for example, your blood sugar's dropping, everyone gets different symptoms. Um, one that I always notice quite quickly is if I'm working and I, all of a sudden I, I basically lose the ability to read. So I, all of a sudden it doesn't really make sense or there's kind of blobs where you, you can't see the words. Um, and then right then, what do you do? What happens? I check my blood sugar and um, no, yeah, 99.9% .9 of the time I'm right and it's low. <laughs> Um, and then I have to go and get sugar into me, whether it's a sugary drink or, or whatever it is. And you have to kind of sit and chill and have your glucose and wait for it to come back up so that your, so that your brain can start working properly for you again. Okay. And then your next step, when, you're, when you feel like after you've rested, your brain's working properly for you again, what's mm -hmm. the next step you take? You check your blood sugar again, see what it's doing. And then you would have to go and eat something that's, um, so you basically have a, a fast acting glucose initially, and then a kind of a slow release um, carbohydrate once it's back to a normal level to keep it at that normal level. So could you say then that most people would have also a maintenance plan in, in terms of how you eat and, and things? Is there mm -hmm. something that you would do consistently daily without having... Um, any symptoms like a, you know, your vision going? Is there something that you do do consistently to maintain your health? Yeah, I mean, ev every day it's a case of, so there's things I really have to think about because it's so automatic <laughs> to okay. say to someone, oh, this is what we do because it's yeah. like, you know, it's like putting clean socks on or... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, first thing I do when I wake up is check my blood sugar. Um, so straight away, you know what your blood sugar is you know if you need to eat pretty quickly or if it's at a good level and you know you're okay to get dressed and get washed and do you know do all your other bits before you have breakfast um and then i think that kind of starts the process of what am i doing today am i going to be active today am i you know is it a working day where i'm going to be sat down a lot um am i stressed you know you you put all these things in place and then you work out what am i going to eat and how much insulin am i going to need because to decide how much insulin we need, again, is first of all, it's okay, what am I eating? And we do like a carbohydrate count. But then on top of that, it's okay, but am I going to be burning that off because I'm going to the gym straight afterwards or, or whatever it is. So that's kind of, you check your blood sugar and that number and what you're going to do for the rest of the day kind of dictates what happens next. So as you're pulling this apart, you're pulling your own process apart. Can you get a sense of... And when let's stick to the context of diabetic and healthy and, or, and the elements in it, are there any things that perhaps you're not necessarily as motivated in as you'd like to be? 
Oh yeah, loads. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to share this, all right? Because the beauty of, you know, the mind coaching that I do is that people don't have to share with me stories and context, okay? It can be very, very... um, it can be done inside the mind just by thinking about it. And, and that's the, the beauty because sometimes people don't want to talk about their problems or experiences. So just relating in your mind to the areas where you're struggling with motivation or then the things you want to achieve and then look at the structure and the plan at the things that you do already do. Because you're having to start to get a bit conscious now of, of how, you know, what your daily activities involve. Can you relate this or perhaps start to bring this in with the areas that you aren't yet fully motivated in? Can you see how you might map it around and with? Yeah, yeah. You almost use a similar pattern. Yeah. Diabetes management, but with your goals. Yeah. So we're all different also in a sense of how we represent things in our mind. So some people are very visual. Some people are what we call auditory. So, you know, the sounds, the, the... they hear things a lot and it's about the words some people are kinesthetic so they're they're very much think about the feelings and the sensations they get so also bring into play how you represent the world in a sense and and within the context and staying within your health and your well-being when you think about it do you get images of of things or do you just hear your your process that you've got and so bring this into play because it might be that in the area that you're not yet fully motivated in, you might be working on a different channel. So where you're highly motivated, you might be visual. Where you're not so motivated, you might just be hearing the words or, or feeling feelings. So if you could then represent that with images, it can have an impact on your neurology and how you're perceiving things in your mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 no, definitely. I just, yeah, I'm just processing it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that does you make sense. You your little mind is like, I was. They did it. I know it's off. You set it off. <laughs> um, it's worth saying as well that when we're talking about goals, these are so individual. You know, we've said it's along the lines of diabetic and healthy. So we're kind of assuming it's it's mainly kind of diet or exercise or or whatever it is but it I mean this can be any anything that people want to achieve this could be you know more of a mental health side of things this could be I don't know their goal is to make more time for themselves or anything this is you know this can work with anything right oh absolutely absolutely you know as human beings there is so much that makes each of us who we are you know when you look at the different contexts of of life broadly you've got you know your career you've got finances you've got family friends as well as your health your fitness even um opportunities your creativity side and and even like your your mind side so when you think about all the different areas of your life you can absolutely ask those values questions. You know, if you think you want to change your career or, um, yeah, if you want to change your career, just ask yourself what's important for me about a job and why is that answer, why is that important to me and, and what does that get me? Because you're so much more than just your health and, you know, just the diabetic and healthy you guys are so much more. You've got so many more elements and the way your thought processes occur, they're still going to be irrelevant in every context. So yeah, this is so flexible. All this work is so flexible. Absolutely. And if people 
If people want to dig a bit deeper or they're still struggling and they would like to talk to you, how, what is the best way of people getting in touch with you? So my website is nickwoodmindcoach.com and then my Instagram account, again, which the handle is nickwoodmindcoach, just send me an email, send me a, a message and also just, you know, take some time and have a little look through perhaps the Instagram and Facebook accounts because often just little snippets, the aim of these accounts is to give people a little something, um, allow someone to look at things from a different point of view. So when we can get stuck in a problem and we're struggling with motivation, it's often because it's difficult to see beyond the problem. And sometimes it does take somebody else to help someone to get out of that pattern, just to get beyond the problem state. You might find some little snippets that are helpful throughout any of my posts and otherwise, yeah, get in contact. We can always have a quick chat just to see if, if I'm going to be able to help somebody or if I'm the right person for you as well, because that's key. We're all different. It's all nice to connect with somebody that you, you feel you can get on with for sure. How can anyone not get on with you, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I find you very calming. I always think this. Whenever I talk to you, I find you very calm. It's a nice feeling, especially for someone like me, like you said, whose head is going ding, 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 ding. Like, slow <laughs> it down and just. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything anything else you want to add i'm sure this has been massively helpful and i really hope anyone who listened to the last podcast that thought yeah this is all great but i'm still you know kind of stuck i really hope that this is this has given them something to think about and that they can go away and and, and do a bit of you know the activities that you've said and it really helps yeah and i won't throw anything more in right now because there's loads of magic out there i believe yeah. I also feel it's wonderful to often go over because often we're looking for new information. We often we're a society full of new information and it's cool learning new stuff. And sometimes what we neglect is to go over what we've already got. So you guys perhaps are going to be considering your skills and the process behind your daily life management and how you can use this and just recognizing again, how you, how you see things or hear things. So just, yeah, really checking in and being clear about what you want. Pin down the context and then stay in that. When you're going to work with your motivation, really pin down the context. And so when I say context, I mean, you know, specifically, is it the diet? Is it the exercise? Um, or is it a context completely different, like your financial or job? So be really, pin it down and then dig in, ask yourself the questions, recognize your process and bring it together. Really just take your time with it. Write things down because it's often very different when we write stuff down and say it out loud. Again, that has an impact on how we perceive and take in information. So if you say your whys out loud, just the act of then hearing it creates different brainwaves and allows your system to learn something new about you that you hadn't necessarily noticed before. Oh, so like telling yourself about it. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's out loud, yeah. yeah. Rather than swirling it in there, get it yeah, out. Yeah, get it out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to start talking to myself more too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so caution people. Yeah. <laughs> who you are and who's around. That's crazy. <laughs> but a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so, so much. I'm sure that so many people will find this helpful. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I'll put some links with this episode as well so that people can find you nice and easily. Um, and yeah, I'm always sharing your stuff on Instagram. So anyone that already uh, follows Diabetic and Healthy on Instagram will see you pop up on my story every now and then anyway. Um, but massive thank you. 
Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. I always love chatting. You know, it's been a wonderful journey, you know, hooking up with you at the start and then, you know, going with it. It's really a real pleasure to, to connect with all you guys and, um, and yeah, share things with you. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, have a lovely day, Nick, and I will undoubtedly speak to you very soon. Magic. Take care, Charlotte. Bye. Bye. I really hope everybody enjoyed that and goes away and tries uh, tries out some of those exercises that Nick described there. I will put some links to Nick's website and her social media and things like that with this podcast on the website. So if you would like to get in touch with Nick, um, her details will all be on there. So another massive, massive thank you for listening. A massive thank you to Nick for coming on. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a healthy and happy life continues. Head on over to diabeticandhealthy.com and join the conversation with other diabetics and their families. All the information in this episode is not designed to replace the advice from the health professional team looking after you and your diabetes. Before making any significant lifestyle changes, do consult them with your doctor.